0: Hi everyone! Welcome to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Karen Eckhart.
1: And I'm Molly Lyons.
2: This week we're so excited because we're not only are we going to be talking about a very, very iconic episode. We have a very special setup with a couple of guests who are
0: also iconic. Yes, with an iconic <laughs> podcast. Oh. We have the Drinking Buddies here from Drinking Buddies. Hi guys. Hi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for for coming to Burbank.
3: Oh yeah, happy to be here. (laughs) It's um, it's a Sunday. Traffic wasn't terrible. You know, life's good.
0: That's a win in Los Angeles life. Yeah, Mm -hmm. true. So this week we are going to be talking about the what. I guess what everyone calls the Vitamina-Vegemin episode. However, the episode is actually called Lucy Does a TV Commercial.
2: Yeah. Or they would call it the Vitamina-Vegemin commercial if they could say that. <laughs> I can't most of the time. I
0: can. They should hire me to be the girl on the commercial. So we're going to be talking about that episode. And
2: and the best part about it, spoiler alert, there's alcohol in this episode. And so <laughs> in our episode, there will also be alcohol. <laughs> the drinking <laughs> buddies have brought drinks for us to
0: drink while we do this episode. Yay!
3: Drinking biddies, you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast and what you're all about? And who you
4: are. Sure.
3: Okay, I'm Carol Brown. I'm Jamie Tunkel. And yeah, we have a podcast called Drinking Biddies, and it's a beer review podcast, but it's very laid back. We basically just like crack open some bottles of beer and then make bad jokes and shoot the shit for an hour. Um, yeah, and
4: just sort of trying to make beer more accessible to people like To myself, the average drinker. Who started off my beer journey not knowing anything about beer or how to order it. And yeah, now,
3: believe it or not, like it, when we started this podcast, she couldn't even like look at a beer menu and understand anything on it. I'm sorry absolutely. to outdo it. Um,
0: <laughs> I am also illiterate.
3: Beer <laughs> illiterate. Um, but now, I mean, like you'll hear when we're talking about beer on this episode, like she's like a beer genius now. So you know, I know beer things.
0: We will be asking you many questions then.
4: Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> what does Awkward. that word mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to start drinking? Yeah. Yes,
0: what do, do you, do you got? To
3: um, have <laughs> yes. So I will introduce the beer while she opens a few. Um, we will be drinking Denogonizer by. Drake's Brewing. Drake? Drake, yes. Drake. He has a brewery in San Francisco. <laughs> We're <laughs> drinking Drake's Tears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Drake's, like ferment,
3: a, Drakes fermented Drake's Definitely.
4: There's like a Drake's hotel, I think, in Canada or something like that. And someone isn't recently, it in Chicago
3: the Drake Hotel?
4: I think there's also
1: there
0: is Canada. a Drake Hotel in Chicago. I do older someone, than Drake himself. <laughs> someone
4: <laughs> recently asked me, like, does Drake own a hotel? And it was oh my like, god! You know it's a word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does He also own the university in Iowa. Yes, he does. He's <laughs>
4: a brilliant man. I think
3: he went to visit though, god. and they took a picture from the sign. Like, Okay, so I picked this beer for a few reasons, which I'll get into in a bit, but mainly because it's called the denogonizer, which is like a made-up word, and it kind of reminded me of and Benjamin. Totally. Also, yeah. it's a high ABV. It's 9.75, which is high for a beer. It's an Imperial IPA. It says 90 IBUs, so it's going to be hoppy. Um, and I think that's all we need to know before we start drinking. We typically do beer predictions. Have any of you had this beer before? No. Okay. No. no. Okay. Uh, Jamie, have you? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have had it once and. Spoiler alert, I really liked it, which is why I picked it. (gasps) Yes. Um, You
4: didn't choose a beer that you had and heat. Yeah.
3: What a cruel joke. I wanted to, like, keep my friends after this episode. (laughs) She would do that. Uh, um, I probably would, yeah. But, yeah, so um, we like to make beer predictions. I will abstain because I've had it before, but um, we'll sniff it. We'll look at it, but we won't taste it and just say – If you think you'll like it, anything about it?
0: Well, it smells like an IPA, Mm. so I feel like I'll like it because I like all IPAs, but I don't know – I couldn't tell you the difference between two IPAs, you know? Right. I I feel like I smell peaches, which is Mm. maybe not true. That's adorable. I like that. (laughs) I like that about you. It does smell sweet. Yeah, And the color is really pretty. Yeah, it's a very nice peachy color. I have
2: a – I'm a bad beer drinker, first of all. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't often order beer. (laughs) But I, like, I'm opposed to hops, so I'm very curious to see. oh yeah. No, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> but I, like, because I'm a child and I like sweet things, that, like, hops is like, mm, you're making my mouth sad. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> mouth feel? Mouth feel? Mouth feel. I will <laughs> say, I feel like lately Carol has not been super on the IPA train. Am I correct in that? No. Well, um, you <laughs> insulted my favorite IPA a few episodes ago, so I do
3: feel like she right.
4: is in IPA jail. That's,
3: yeah, that's why oh. she thinks that I'm not into IPAs. I am into IPAs. I've been off of stouts and porters recently, okay. so that's maybe. Mm-hmm. Why
4: I, think that. <laughs> I think I'm gonna like it.
3: Um, <laughs> cool. Well, should we drink? Cheers. Yeah. Cheers,
4: guys! To ladies who podcast. Yes. yes. To, uh,
0: also, please note we're drinking out of Upwardness. mason jars. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like over. We're pinteresting the shit <laughs> out of this. Um,
3: can we also note that Jamie over poured her head? <laughs> you guys might not like know what shade. that means. She's so, wearing... I do know what that means. Surprisingly, so, so Jamie is always like, oh, "No, no, 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 I'm gonna pour because she thinks that I can't pour beer." Which is true because she's a <laughs> she was a bartender, so like she in a is. More, yeah. <laughs> um, so I can pour beer, by the way. But um, <laughs> she, I did
4: four perfect pours, and I ever so slightly over poured my own head. And I will say that it is a different shaped glass, and I'm used to pouring in. And I will blame it on ergonomics. What glasses? Right.
3: What glasses do you guys typically use? Well, this would go in a pint. Right. Or I mean, or a tulip glass. This would probably go in a tulip glass, actually. I would so put it in a pint. For <laughs> the drinkers at home, <laughs> if you don't have a pint glass or a tulip glass, you could drink it out of a wine glass because it's actually the same um like physical properties. It just you can like smell the beer better for a wine glass. Or a mason jar or yes. just straight
4: from the bottle.
0: So. Yeah. This is the kind of science I can get behind. Yeah. This is
4: a- <laughs> This is going to be an
0: educational episode. Truly, it really is.
4: (laughs) So far, I'm enjoying it. I like it. I
3: did Really? Good.
0: Yeah, I like it. It's more bitter. I feel like it's a little more bitter than I thought it would be. But what do I know?
3: It's an Imperial IPA, so it's going to be more intense than a regular IPA Mm -hmm. just because of the way it's brewed. Mm -hmm. But typically, Imperial IPAs are also sweeter than regular IPAs, so that might be why it's a little... easier on the power so
2: i want Im- something that's imperial when i go to a bar
3: yes. Yeah. I, am, I want to be regal i want to be honored for the queen that i am
4: queen molly Is but you also empress, want empress of beer maybe I don't you know. also want to be prepared to get as uh tipsy as uh lucy gets in this episode because oh yeah this nice. will knock you on your
3: butt especially her jamie gets really drunk off a of beer really easily so how many how many
4: Oh no, like I'm drunk now. <laughs> I mean, like I smelled not, it like, and
0: I was wasted. Like, I'm toasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
4: a psychological thing that I still don't understand, but beer will definitely affect me in ways that straight gin does not. What? <laughs> I know, I know, I'm weird. But um,
3: That's actually yeah.
4: Convenient. So, yeah. Yeah. We had talked about doing a drinking game, right? <gasps> yeah. oh yes. Have anything other than beer? I may What?
0: So,
3: what? Um, oh I'm scared <laughs> When I watched the episode I uh, The part where Who the director Is like It's 23% Us. Alcohol I was thinking One of the
4: thing Rules for our drinking game Would be whenever I forget the name Of a character <laughs> <laughs> So Great Take um, a
3: drink <laughs> <nice>. So um, <laughs> it, They were like And it's 23% alcohol Or whatever And they were like 23, you know, like double take or whatever. And I, being the alcohol nerd that I am, I was like, I wonder what alcohols that are actually like sold as alcohol are 23%. <sighs> and so I looked it up and the closest I found was Malibu rum, which like, no. <laughs> uh, um, and <laughs> some self-respect right and, like, and I love coconut stuff, but like, no. Uh, um, and so the other one was. Uh, amaretto. Oh, all right. Amaretto. Like we could be a bunch of old biddies. I'm like, I, yes. I went
2: through a serious amaretto sour phase. <laughs> oh my
4: god. I think. So did yeah. We. I think that <gasps> was sure. the first time. I, year of college. Maybe I don't know. The first time I discovered I was like liked bartending. I think was I was making amaretto sours for like one of Carol's parties, which is why yeah, I did totally. you have me work at your party? <laughs> Such a good friend. Um, god, back. <laughs> so, um,
1: we have a couple of things that. happen every time we do the podcast. Uh Like, Allie always sings.
3: Oh, Um, all right.
1: She'll just make up a song. So, uh, I feel like we should all drink when that happens. Right. Absolutely. Um, Definitely. um,
2: (laughs) Yes. I think also, if we discuss, oh, if Philip Morris comes up, because that was sponsored by La Lucy, and there's just like, always cigarettes around.
1: Yeah, I think Mark I th-
2: Ruffalo
4: inevitably comes up. We every always week. talk about <laughs> no, Mark Ruffalo. I listened to a couple of episodes and Mark Ruffalo did come up. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think our uh, our viewers should uh, follow Listeners. along. Yes. Yeah. Listeners, if you're in a place if you're not driving your car, then, you know,
2: <laughs> pull over to the side of the road if pour, pull pour yourself out of your glove box. Pour
1: yourself a <laughs> oh, glass boy. of something like a, a glass of wine, open a beer. A
0: red wine maybe. If maybe? you're at the office, definitely be drinking Yes. (laughs)
4: We always do encourage encourage drink responsibly. You must be of legal drinking age in your respective listening country. Yes.
3: There it is. is. That is how we do it. Ooh, look at that. Just enough. Perfect. Perfect.
4: Maybe because we talk about relationship to I Love Lucy, we
3: can drink. Yeah. Sure. So uh, I'm trying to think of things that we always do during our episode. We always get into at least one fight. Oh, yeah. So we should drink. So while while we're we're arguing, we should have some alcohol. (laughs) Got it. Um, I mean, I feel like we've already had a little. Bit of a tiff,
4: you know. Sometimes it's a tiff. Sometimes it's a full on. You know, gotta take off the earrings. But um,
3: <laughs> let's get into the questions because oh, that yeah. be questions. Uh oh. Uh oh.
0: They're totally chill questions. Speak for yourself, Corinne. I have a different <laughs> list. <Uh-oh. laughs>
2: uh, and kind of t- well. So we we've, we've touched on who you guys are a little bit. If each of you could tell us the first woman you remember seeing on TV.
3: Oh wow! Jeez. I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the week, but growing up, it's not like we had Netflix and Hulu and stuff. So like all the good TV is during the week. So I didn't really have access to it on the weekends. So that's why I started. I'm a writer, and I started out writing movies because that's all I watched growing right. up. The first woman, like real life woman, I saw on like TV, not a, not a cartoon, not Cinderella. In terms of like a character. Sydney Bristow from Alias yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. and she I That's mean a she a great one because on she's badass so, totally you know
4: I was also very limited in my TV time growing up. My parents had a very interesting way of thinking that the certain things they wanted to protect us from, and they applied it in a very mishmash sort of way. Like, I couldn't watch the news, but I could read the newspaper, so I knew all the bad stuff going on in the world, but I hadn't seen it with my own two eyes, sort of thing. And so Mm -hmm. I was very limited in television. Honestly, Probably the Pink Power Ranger was the first person I saw on TV. Loved her. But I loved Power Rangers as a little girl. And I remember my uh Pink Power Ranger action figure. I remember her name was Kimberly. And I remember she was born on my birthday, which was, like, also extra special. I felt like I was her. And I want to say, I could be wrong, but I do want to say that she had dark hair. She did. I know. In the, the, yeah. And so also that was a thing, too. Growing up, I never really saw depictions of women with dark hair I always saw depictions of like really tall big chested blonde women and I don't want to get like too deep here but I remember being like unreasonably old at the point when I realized that like you didn't have to be tall thin and blonde to be pretty like I literally thought the adjective pretty was only reserved for blonde women until like middle school I want to say that like oh that's just not an adjective you could use for someone who wasn't blonde like that's them which is very
3: not strange because I wasn't stupid. I think that's common <laughs> among <laughs> young yeah. women so, and Americans so this American is why representation
4: really matters awesome.
3: and then what shows or characters
0: would you say are most in line with your comedic sensibility like now or, or the, past? Yeah, I'm
3: not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um, but what?
4: You, what do you think is funny?
3: Oh, I'm. I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Um, <laughs> this is an interrogation. I, mean,
4: I can. I can start.
3: Go. Okay.
4: Like, characters who are in line with my comedic sensibility, I would say Laura Lorelai Gilmore. She's really in line with my sensibilities. I don't know. Other women are funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. I mean. Well, I name mean, like,
3: stand-ups who I find funny, but not, like, characters on television. Yeah. Okay. So I have two. I don't really... No wrong I don't fingers. think about this, but <laughs> I... So... Did you guys watch the show Cristela a couple of years ago on ABC? Hi. I can't say that I loved the show, but Cristela, I think, I just love what she did. She's, like, this, like, pudgy Mexican-American woman who just says what she wants. And, like, she – on the show she lives in Texas and, like, her boss is this racist old dude and, like, she calls him out on stuff. And, like, I just remember thinking, like, this is really awesome that ABC is showing this and, like, it's not – actually kind of underhandedly making fun of her Mm -hmm. like she's you know and aside from her my favorite stand-up comedian is ali wong so i you know she's she's a great very
4: specific sensibility yeah if we get to choose stand-ups like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs)
2: that's fine yeah stand-ups who is someone that you think of
4: ali um laurie kilmartin who i don't know if she's still the head writer for conan but was and she is like one of my faves. Like I will go out of my way to see her on a show. Um, I'm trying to think of other leads. I, I always really just like think of Laurie.
3: I love Dulce Sloan. I've only seen her a few times, but she's just like completely no holds barred. Just so in your face, and it works so well. Like I don't always love that sense of humor, but if you get a chance, see Dulce Sloan. She does like New York and LA mainly. Noted. Yeah, get
0: out. Guys.
1: <laughs> Our next question is: What is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Have you watched
4: it? ever when how many episodes never i didn't even watch it for this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it out, like, i love lucy like so i was going back to like looking at my notes from that class like did i watch any lucy i think we watched the wine grape stomping yeah. episode yeah. or whatever so i know that i obviously know the chocolate factory i know this episode which then i've rewatched a couple of times don't worry i watched it thank <laughs> you um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, other than that, I feel like I'm sure I've seen another episode or two, but nothing that immediately calls to mind.
3: So I should preface this by saying my mom is an immigrant, grew up in a different country and uh, like a very – she's from Kenya, a very different country. Um, and my dad grew up in and out of the U.S. and then for most of his adult life, he didn't live here. So I feel like I missed – A lot of American culture that people know about and like people reference things. They talk about it in such a way that like, I don't even admit that I don't know what it is because I feel like they just be like, you're a moron, you know? (laughs) So, um, a lot of times I'll just like, if I just smile and nod and don't say anything, it's probably because I have no idea what you're talking
4: about. Um, and I have like a lot of, I feel like my parents are like a little bit like old folkies. I'll like mention like these old American sayings that Carol just like, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I'll like yeah. use British slang and she's like, what, what? are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, so I had seen clips of I Love Lucy for classes in college, but like, very rarely. I think in a TV class, we may have watched the grape stomping episode, but I hated that teacher, so I may have, like, fallen asleep <laughs> out of spite. Um, I'm not sure, that's great. <laughs> right, exactly. And we definitely – I 100% remember watching the clip of Lucy drinking vitamin of Benjamin and talking about that in a comedy class that I took, which was a great class. Love that teacher, so I paid attention. <laughs> um, so – yeah, this was really the only episode that I've ever seen, like, from start to finish. Like, I don't even know the chocolate episode. I don't know what <gasps> that is. So well, we, well, it's on Hulu. What? So yeah.
2: Yes. What?
3: You'll have to tell me what the name of the episode is. Like, because are job switching. We're, we're in in can, the,
2: it's the candy factory. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like there are all these – Oh, like, is it where she,
3: like, eats chocolate off of the Detroit, belt? Detroit, yeah, yeah, but it goes too fast. Too yeah. Okay, I've definitely seen that clip somewhere. Yeah. But –
2: yeah to be fair like when we all started doing this like it's not like we were all Lucy aficionados right yeah it was something that we had all had some level of exposure to it totally knowing what it was Mm -hmm. but like really we were like interested in learning more because it seems like a big deal in the history of television
3: Mm -hmm. Um, well and I think that for me another thing is as I said tv in general was not really a thing that I did and then also like old tv is especially like it was hard to get copies of stuff when we mm-hmm. didn't have Netflix and Hulu. And, like, the only thing I really saw that my dad showed me a few times was La Faulty Towers. And right. then, yeah, and then The Twilight Zone, which I love and am yes, 100% obsessed
2: seen. with. We've talked a lot about sort of, like, how women are depicted on television – and so, like, how would you say, based on watching this episode of *I Love Lucy*, do you feel like the way that women are depicted in that show is that different from the way that we depict women now? And like, if so, how? And if not, in what ways it is the same?
3: So, I will say that on this episode, I don't think we really saw a lot of Ethel. And
0: we love Ethel.
3: I like. I need to watch more episodes because I feel like I would really like her. Although I like when I saw his name is Fred, right? Yeah, and he they're married. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm like who is this old dude and why Thank is he you. yes
4: okay.
2: US, he was 20 years older than her when they cast them. oh my god yeah she was mad because she's like who's gonna believe i'm married to the black guy
3: okay so we're talking about differences between then and now it is still old dudes being cast with young women for yes everything there's always like a 15 to 20 year age gap and i'm like are you kidding me
0: and also like really pretty women being with like Schlubby Shlub- guys. Schlubby is the exact word I like was going to use. Like guys, and yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, King of Queens, <laughs> yeah. King of Queens. Okay. I mean, love is love, but I mean, <laughs>
1: no, we fair. <laughs> we like
3: body
0: shame, Fred. She's he looks like a off. bowling pin.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I <laughs> oh, see <somebody> it.
3: <laughs> Jamie's so devastated. <laughs>
4: to be fair, though, some women like schlubby men.
0: Yes. I like chubby guys. <laughs> hey, chubby guys. Get it out. Well, and there, well, there, like Chris wrong. Pratt in Parks and Rec first season. Like, when he's, ch- like, my favorite P- Chris Pratt is chubby Chris Yeah, Pratt. when he got hot,
3: so, I was so like, making, nah. I, I was over it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Can
2: we but, talk about how we live in Los Angeles or so our idea
1: of the
3: shloka? Oh, is yeah. Chris Pratt. And <laughs> <Christ> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but my issue is when that's the depiction that we see in the media and there isn't the reverse as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It bothers me. And when it is the reverse, it's like a capital BD big deal. Like, yeah. I just don't. Get it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing that you didn't really get to see Ethel. So our yeah. next question
1: oh, is, we'll are you a Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky? But I know you didn't get
0: to actually see Ethel. Is there Ethel. like
3: a quiz we could take?
0: Ooh, there's, if we there's not a BuzzFeed we buzz quiz, beat. we'll make yeah. one. Okay,
3: cool. <laughs> You're one. very Lucy-ish. I mean, we didn't see what? a lot of Ethel or Fred, but like Hold you're on. very
4: goofy. I would never. I would never. In a good way. <laughs> we need to drink.
3: Okay. <laughs> I, I would never darn a sock and like so the top shot. I like, know how to sew. I actually think I'm more of a Ricky than a Lucy. But what so what I was gonna say is that is. um I wanna watch more episodes, but I think I'm gonna get really pissed off because Lucy is depicted as like basically Amelia Bedelia. Great like, oh, yes. great reference. Like, and so I'm Amelia just like Dream really and like, Cheers. Um and I like I get that it's this big kind of like mugging comedy type yeah. thing. And like I am uh a big fan of Archie comics that does the same kind of like knee slapping comedy. But, um, I just was like, come on. Like, let's and I'm sure she redeems herself plenty in other yeah. episodes. It's you know? interesting. There are times where she's like an incredible amount of agency and they make her very capable. Mm-hmm.
2: But then there are other there are other moments like this where it's like it's just like let's watch this woman be a trainer. I
4: will say from all that facetiousness, I would say a modern day Lucy would probably be a single lady. I think sing it's a different ladies, time. Maybe, I have an alternate. I don't have a sing single ladies.
3: Oh the single ladies, drink, drink. single ladies. But uh I actually think Since Cuba has opened their borders and um, the film industry is burgeoning there, I think that it would be great to do – well, I'm going to say, first of all, I am extremely opposed to reboots, so there will not be a reboot of I Love Lucy if I have anything to do with it. (laughs) But if – Lucy had not happened back then and it was just happening now. I think that, um, a show set in Cuba where she, and they, this may have been played out already by another show, but like, she's the American wife in Cuba with Ricky and like his, maybe not his family, but like his business and blah, blah, blah. Totally. I just as like somebody who has lived in other countries and been like one of the only foreigners and like felt out of place and all of that. Uh, there's a lot of comedy there. It's a
2: fish out of water, too. Yeah,
3: exactly. I, yeah. Love and I think that. Lucy yeah. would do great in that situation. Like Lucy, like a romantic story,
1: but Lucy actually went to Cuba to meet Ricky rather than the other. Is other she people. the performer in
0: this the scenario? Character.
1: Oh,
3: hey. Well, and also, I have to say, I would, I would specifically tell the writers of this show not to, um, make a bunch of sh- jokes about, like, oh, Lucy doesn't speak Spanish, blah, blah, blah. Lucy would be trying to speak Spanish. She would be learning because, like, that's how you do when you're in a foreign country totally I
2: I, I hope she's like messing up and saying embarrassing things absolutely but like like at least she's trying they make fun of his accent and his English all the time when he's like fucking bilingual he's He's
1: gone yeah Yeah. he's gone on Spanish tangents when when you translate them it's like I fucking speak two languages oh my god yeah I, I you actually. All of you
3: were I watched the episode with Spanish speakers and they translated uh, really the song. song. Oh, yeah. Uh, so La Pisa Morena. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So um, I was like, oh, but then I didn't I didn't bother to ask one of them like what he was saying when he went on his phone tangent. And like, I really want to know. what he, Well, well yeah. if
0: you must know, in one of the previous episodes, because I watch everything with subtitles just because that's how I do. And so he was on the f- he, Lucy said something that made him mad. And so he starts speaking in Spanish really fast. And the subtitle for that was sp- babbling in Spanish. <laughs> it's like he's not babbling. He's actually speaking he's real words. Else. Okay, so we're going to talk about Lucy Does a TV Commercial. It aired May 5th,
1: 1952. Lucy gets a job in a TV commercial spoonfuls of the product Vitamina Vegemin,
2: but the contents of the product contains far too much alcohol. The entire
4: episode is predicated on the idea that call sheets don't exist. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They invented Maybe call they sheets because of this episode. I actually
4: wrote down, was there no PA
0: to tell Lucy she could not come on set? We need I the was,
1: interns. I what? was thinking, like, it's Ricky's fault that he had the actress call the house. Yeah. Like, he
0: knows Un-purpose. what
4: Lucy Where does. Where was his
3: cell phone number? Like, hello? Is this,
4: is this relatable? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we have a segment that we do for all first-time guests on the podcast. Um, so we would like to know... What your beer experience is. So what's the first time that you ever, like, drank? And what's the first time you got good beer?
0: Drank anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first time that I drank was my freshman year of high school. I had a sip of vodka at a party, and it was mm-hmm. the most disgusting thing I'd ever had. And I was like, I'm going to swear off drinking. Until it was my brother's wedding that summer, and it was open bar. And I was with my cousin, who was 18 at the time. And she was like, let's order Cosmos. Because clearly it was a Sex in the City inspired time so we order cosmos and drink them in the bathroom oh my god that's amazing one of those that got me drunk and that was the first time i'd been drunk and did you like the cosmos no okay and i don't think i would now either did you finish it um yeah i think i did the first time i had beer was probably college probably a shitty bud light maybe bush light maybe keystone light maybe any of those mm-hmm. but i didn't like beer until i tried like decent beer i have two older brothers okay um who got me into now like actually liking beer that's not shitty beer like we talked about earlier i feel like the first time i had a beer that i actually enjoyed was
3: probably a, a blue moon which is a gateway beer yes we gateway. fully
0: endorse blue moon yes. as, a ga- as a gateway yeah. beer it's a perfect like i'm from chicago it's the
3: perfect summer in chicago beer Are although a- i was a- about to say you're from chicago there's Are you really a- good beer i
0: love any anytime- Anytime I'm at a bar and they have Goose Island, I will order it. Or like Half Acre or
2: Revolution. They're like great I like Revolution, beers. too. I've never
0: had Half Acre, I want to plug Green
2: need-
1: Flash if we're plugging
0: beers.
2: Oh. I grew up in a house where, to uphold stereotypes, I grew up in Irish, an Irish family where alcohol was always around. My parents were definitely of the attitude that they wanted us to feel very comfortable with alcohol, and so... <laughs> Well, just that, like, it wasn't forbidden. I'm sorry
4: I laughed about my parents'. Just,
2: well, cause, they, <laughs> okay. cause their feeling was, is they're like, if we, if we say you can't have any of it, once you, like, leave mm. the house, you're gonna go and, so like, crazy. be dangerous. So, but, but I do have a very specific, we, malt liquor was a thing when we were in oh. high school. And, like, I remember, this shows you, this is an intersection of how nerdy I am with the culture that I grew up in. So, I remember drinking malt liquor out of some sort of vase. Um my brother my brother was like much cooler quote unquote cooler than I was in high school and he and his friends would come and drink at our house all the time. They were in college at this point and they would drink this malt liquor called King Cobra which is disgusting and but that they, sounds like the name of a condom brand I'm just going to say it. It's the
0: name of a movie coming out so- so that may have already come out. I think it did the festival circuit. It's about um, gay porn
3: stars. Oh, perfect.
2: Mm-hmm. That is adding a stars whole, a whole, James nother, Franco's uh, in it. Of whole of nother porn. layer to my memory now. But <laughs> so they had, they, they would drink King over all the time, his group of like eight or ten friends. And then they all came back from college and had this party one night where they got t-shirts made where they had like a picture of a cobra and then the words I apologize in advance on their back.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And
2: so they were like, yeah, we all get King Cobra and we all get rowdy and like someone gets in a fight with like their best friend and they punch each other and then it's great. So they like would do these King Cobra nights. That's (laughs) our friendship. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So my (laughs) friend Lindy, who was here this week, she and I being nerds, we were, it was the summer after graduating, the boys came over to have their King Cobra night and we were like, we're going to go read the last Harry Potter book just came out Ugh. the night the this was the night the last harry potter book we went to the bookstore at midnight came back they poured a bunch of king cobra into a vase and made me chug it and then i read all of the last harry potter book drunk on malt liquor do you wait
3: remember it? but not out i cry? was expecting you to say out loud like they didn't make you read <sighs> no and then i went back up drunk. to like okay. a different room
2: in the house and my friend and i read the book all night and then went to work the next morning oh at our summer that's job amazing. so that's like a memory i have of drinking a beer type product and i just like it's never been pleasant there's a lot of beer pong yeah. like a lot of that like really fratty
3: well you know, we could we definitely yeah we're gonna turn I've heard you. sours and
2: lambics our- are like my sort of <gasps> yeah.
3: like, sours will, are our thing we will turn you <laughs> yes so thank you for your beer experience Corinne
1: um I would say the first experience I ever had with alcohol is my dad his favorite drink is a Manhattan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Manhattans come with cherries. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, I loved cherries. Mm-hmm. So I do not remember the first time this happened, but I'm going to guess it was very young. My dad let me eat the cherry that was sitting in his Manhattan. Soaked in bourbon.
3: <laughs> yeah, soaked
1: yeah. in bourbon. <laughs> so that would be my first.
3: Um, fun fact, the Manhattan was invented by – does anybody know? No. no. Jamie? Why are you – Don Draper. Me? uh <laughs> correct no uh, Winston Churchill's mother you're kidding what? No, not at all what? why'd they call it the Manhattan because she was a New York socialite oh people don't know that he's about half her.
2: American yeah wow yep so played by an American on the crown is John Lithgow just saying um, On the so, bigger board, John <laughs>
1: Um, In terms of beer, I, we started with hard liquor when I was a kid, definitely, Ooh. because.
0: Koreans just like <laughs> ripping shots <laughs> in. Definitely. Beer
1: out of I would say freshman year of yeah. high school. I don't remember my first beer experience. I'm going to guess though, my uncle owned a bar when I was growing up.
2: Right. Wait, what was the name it of the bar that out. your uncle owned?
1: I do not remember, but I remember working there like when I was a kid. He, like, my parents <laughs> used to drop me off me and my <laughs> little brother. Would bar? you like call
3: the ice in? Like, what no, no. Your- we used like, to. A
1: lunch. They used to like- drop us off right to like have my uncle babysit, but he owned a bar,
3: so Did we you, just like sit
1: behind the bar. Yeah, we just hung out at the bar. <laughs> That's it was
3: definitely a hundred percent illegal. I, I really think that there should be a sitcom about kids that grow up at a bar.
1: I used yeah. to like pull the lever and hand people beers. Did you learn how oh to my like God. properly
0: like angle it so you don't?
1: get Yeah, off home?
3: and I used to stack the like pool pool balls. So how long? For how long did this go on for? I he must have owned it.
1: He owned it, I would guess like six years, and probably between the ages of like nine and fifteen,
3: okay, that's your so by years. the end, you were like old enough to actually like absorb some of the like bartending,
1: yeah experience like, a beer yeah, around. but it was yeah. just like a jersey bar. They had like a darts night. they had a basketball hoop in the back. I'm gonna guess that I tried beer for the first time there,
3: okay. Do you drink a lot of beer? Like, did you start liking beer at a certain point? I don't drink a lot of beer, okay. mostly
1: because I have a small bladder. We drank <laughs> yeah.
0: beer last weekend. We drink, really go. Yeah, we
1: decided
3: to drink beer last weekend. There are some but nights it, where it I'm It sounds like, like you like beer and they will accompany yeah. you places. So cool. here's
0: my first big question. When we see Ricky, is his wallet attached to a chain which is attached to his belt loop?
4: I thought that... I was a fan of the chain
3: because Very nineties skater boy. I yeah. remember... Jinko jeans. Like. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I remember in the nineties there was a look that Jojo used to wear where she had these mm. jeans and she had like a chain on her jeans and they were like Maybe charms on the chain. I don't know. Don't I feel
3: like me. Avril Levine may have had the same. Definitely long.
4: stop it with Jojo. Okay, so Jojo, <laughs> get out right now. It's the <laughs> end of you and <laughs> me. It's <laughs> too late or something. But I really, for the longest time, wanted a chain for my jeans because of Jojo, which is weird because I was not the kind of person to like a celebrity wore it. I wanted to, but Jojo was my people, and she still is. Shout out to Jojo.
1: He's got another career update. He's got a TV show now. Ricky!
4: So Ricky,
0: we've been kind of tracking, because this was before the days of, like, there would no, there wouldn't be, like, a series arc, and there wouldn't be really anything to track as we watch. So we've been kind of subtly tracking Ricky's career movements, because we see a little bit of it in each episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, he was extended to the Tropicana... And then he got to he, be manager of the yeah. Tropicana, but also perform at the Tropicana. Which he
3: so he sings. Does he play any instruments? He's a band. Yeah. leader. He's a band
0: leader. Yeah. Okay. And I think he like drum, drums and stuff, percussion. Okay. okay. Um. But so, and now he's moving into a different medium. He's going to be on TV. So yeah, Lucy like wants to be on TV, and I cracked up when Ricky was like, "What is a lady wrestler? Oh, oh, oh yeah, wrestlers
3: then." Yeah, where would that have come from? What like about her embodies, I feel like lady, lady. Ref- wrestlers at that point were probably just like a construct for like male magazines and they weren't actually a thing. Like I, I would be very interested to I hear didn't know
4: that idea even existed back then. Lolly yeah. and I
0: were lady
2: wrestlers. We were in a show in college where we were wrest- we performed as wrestlers. <laughs> Wow! Shout out
3: to Russell we were in Popula. different. Matches. Are there remnants of the show yeah. anywhere on the internet? Oh, yeah. Okay. It was my right. Western oh, yeah. oh, tradition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ethel's not in the episode.
0: Where is? Because she's visiting her mother.
3: She's. A, but I.
1: I don't know if that was like the actual. Do
0: you think? Do you think Fred and Ethel got in a fight?
1: I think just, like, Vivian Vance may have been unavailable. Fred is working hard because she's not around. Like, what was that about?
2: Well, he kind of admitted that, like, he missed her having her around, so he has nothing to
4: do. Like, he's bored. Uh, Okay, I kind of found that funny where he was, like, it's more fun to loaf when someone's nagging you. Right, the rebellion factor. Because sometimes Fred is the worst, but he was not this episode. No.
0: I feel like it's always on, like, a, a spectrum for Fred because sometimes he's really, really great, and he's really funny, and, like, he's, like engaged with everyone and like wants to be part of the hijinks and then other times he's just like, Ugh, Ethel, you're fat. Like in in worse terms. Seriously. He's just like, (gasps) Oh, she's a woman? It's like, yes, you married her. Yeah, it's
1: awful. He treats he treats her pretty poorly, which is crazy because she's beautiful and and he like doesn't deserve it. And
4: she's like funny and smart and like the best. (laughs) I know that on your version of this we'll have to bleep it out, but our version I'm gonna say Frank goes Yourself, <laughs> yeah, no, I, appreciate um, that.
2: That. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, also, just my whole theory with Fred is that he's a closeted gay man who's in love with Ricky, and so- I have
3: heard you say that, yeah, yeah,
4: so- Spider Mita, men. yeah, yes, okay, first of all. Do you poop out at parties? That is so <laughs> oh my God. funny. Okay, so in her first time saying that whole phrase, yeah. she says at the end of it, it's something about health, right? What did she say? You
2: can spoon your way to health.
4: Yes. Okay. Which you the- can.
2: You can spoon your way to mm-hmm. just about anything.
4: <laughs> the time she said it, I thought she said you can spoon your way to hell. <laughs>
3: That's how you can do that did. too, Jamie.
4: No. I was like, hell yeah, you can. <laughs> vitamins?
3: Meat. Meat. Gross. Vegetables. And minerals. And minerals.
4: Yeah. It's like if a V8 juice had a baby with a cow.
1: (laughs) I hate all of it. Mm it. I'll tell you what I read, which is that the original script had a final scene where Lucy wakes up the next morning hungover and Ethel... Brings her Vita Media Vegeman to get over it. That's
3: a great button. They yeah. Have the yeah. Hair of the dog. I feel like if um, this were now and there were like buttons with the end credits it would have been in there. Yeah. yeah. So do stuff like that. Oh, okay. They would.
2: But then there's other times where it just sort of like, is like, this plot is over
4: and yeah. we'll cry. I, I definitely so, felt like that was this episode. Also, it was just like, all right, and scene. One of my favorite friendship moments from earlier in our friendship, Carol and I, oh. I would say. <laughs> I know what she's going to say. One time I was very hungover and she came to me and she brought me a coconut water. And it Aww. was honestly one of the sweetest things. And I
3: drank a sip of it, and I was like, "This is disgusting! I'm gonna die." <laughs> and she said like, that she was literally like, "I'm sorry, it's so bad." <laughs> Are you my Ethel? Maybe Wait, that, I Ask feel like me, we're I don't each. don't want to be the main. I feel character. like we're each Lucy to somebody else's Ethel, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. the you're the main character in your own story. Exactly. Everyone I is. for a very long time, I always felt like the best friend in stuff, but, but I realized it's because. Most of the time in movies and TV shows, the best friend actually has a lot more personality because yeah. they want the audience to identify with the main character. So they don't She's give a them a lot sleep. of like, Right. Yeah. Well,
2: it's really interesting because I, I got a note from a woman who I know who works – she was working as, as a studio exec at the time. But one of her things that she was talking about in terms of protagonists now versus back then – um, which makes Lucy the exception Is that for many many years in sitcoms And in television Your narrator was this blank slate That was just Basically you're supposed to just serve as the eyes into the story and There wasn't really supposed to be that much more Like other than just like You are our vehicle through this world And through the story And she's like that doesn't work anymore Now television is a lot more complicated Where like even Kimmy Schmidt Or someone who seems like She is kind of a blank slate mm-hmm. No she has her own shit That's like generating conflict And generating drama all the time Right And so it is sort of a thing that evolved in TV
3: but it's interesting because I... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because you've seen a lot more of the show than I have. But, like, I definitely got the sense that Lucy had a very specific personality. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. does. And, I mean, it's interesting because she was the main uh, fuel of the show in general. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> because I liked her drunk acting.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. I am a sucker for face acting. Oh and, Facting? She, <laughs> acting exactly. um, and she... Acting? exactly. exactly. And she just made really good faces. Yeah. And, like, the hiccups and, like, the – it was just – it was beautiful. But also, I poop out at parties. Like, so <laughs> I get some vitamin me to D- Benjamin. Didn't she like. change it to do you poop at parties at once? <laughs> yeah, <party>? yeah. She <laughs> was do you pop off at parties? Oh, yeah. Exactly. I pop off at parties. <laughs> I, and I want to
0: pop
1: off I of pop off at everywhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you see me on the dance floor?
1: <laughs> Russ, the director, is – oh, he's played by Ross Elliott. And he and Desi – had to bite their tongues to not laugh.
4: Oh, I know While that. she was,
1: While she was. Oh while God. she was performing. Like, even when Desi comes in, but I read that, like, even he, when he was facing her and you could only see the back of his head, he was, like, biting his cheek <laughs> because he couldn't not That's laugh. Great.
3: That's just so, like, heartening. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely noticed that he was, like, kind of trying not to laugh, but yeah. – it, I mean, I was just so focused on her performance so like, I didn't even really register that.
2: Did anyone else feel like his song – like, I'm, like, always glad to see more Ricky. Like, I, I – Ricky is bae, and you know that. that's how I feel. But, like
1: <laughs> – Wait, someone should drink for that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Molly has you a You have
3: – you're the only one with alcohol left. out of the bar
0: to drink <laughs> all the things that we –
3: Exactly. We we're said just going to gonna re- do earners. some makeup <laughs> drinking. Ricky is but,
0: bae.
2: But I feel like Ricky, like – like I love you, but like, why did we hear that entire song? It was way too no.
0: indulgent. Yeah, absolutely. Or he was like, and honey, you know, it's just because
2: uh, Desi like fought for. Like, uh, I'm a musician; I want to do this. <laughs> and she gets two and a half minutes of like mugging, so it's my turn. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay.
4: <laughs> yes, yeah. you're into it. I like the song. <laughs> I like the song too. I liked it. I just, I didn't feel I, like it was long. I thought it could have gone on for longer. Ooh, <laughs> someone was drunk,
3: say- and she like saw Oh, her, She was feeling it. Her
1: very hot husband <laughs> singing field. a song.
0: Yeah. Talk- By the way, they never explicitly say in the episode oh, that Lucy is drunk. Yeah, I Is that know. a word you couldn't say on TV back then? Like intoxicated. Probably. Like what's another word? Um, inebriated. 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 But Fucked they never up. explicitly say – Toasting. They def- that definitely would have made it through. Yeah. Um, but they never explicitly say. They're just like, oh, it's 23% alcohol. So like you feeling okay? The first, Yeah. So
1: I don't understand why the guy – I think he's like an audio guy. Joe? The
0: really short guy? Yeah. he, he the read one that it was, reads the bottle? Yeah.
1: He read the bottle and then like they're doing all of these practices where she's drinking and he did de- he – He never says anything like, hey, guys, maybe
3: this isn't a good idea until showtime. I think that the logic process there was like – He's surprised that it's 23%, but this thing has been billed to them as a health product. So, like, obviously, it isn't going to – it's going to do good things for us, So, So he kind of just lets it go. What
4: bothered me is I was hoping he would try it at some point to either, A, realize that it did not taste good, or B, like, realize that there was alcohol in it. And that bothered me that she was the only one who had to drink it.
3: Well, and I I have to say, though, I get that he didn't drink it because, like, as soon as he showed up, he's like, Lucy, what are you doing here? Like, he's not going to take a minute to, like, try it. Totally. But, you know, maybe if it had been written differently, they could have included a scene about that. that It would have been great to see him, like, drunk sing in Spanish. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. My
0: question while watching is Vitamina Vegemin the original, like, green juice? Oh my God. You know, (laughs) because there's (laughs) 1,000 juiceries in Los Angeles where it's like, you just drink this green juice and you get vitamins, minerals, juice, but it tastes like shit. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I just, ah, juicing. uh, Hey, I mean, I actually, I love cold pressed juice as much as the next health conscious person. I say as I drink beer and a liqueur. Um, (laughs) But I, the whole cleansing and the culture of like, paying $7.95 for a cup of juice is insane to me. But I do – I mean, green juices and stuff like that, like, I'm all on board. But I think it's because growing up, like, I was basically not allowed to be picky. Like, I had to eat anything my parents put in front of me. And my mom was very into, like, having all of these, like, health food store things. And Mm -hmm. so, like, we'd always just try all of these weird, like, crunchy granola products. But here's
4: my vitamin and the vitamin problem. You're drinking a depressant Yeah. to not poop out at parties. <laughs> but you I, are going to poop out further at parties. To be fair, <laughs> and this is coming from the
3: girl who might be a little bitter because she definitely pooped out at the party we were at last night. <gasps> and Ooh. I think that sometimes alcohol can actually make you a little
1: more fun at parties. Well, okay, the first time that we see Lucy inside the TV, she's dressed as the Philip Morris sponsor, Johnny the Bellboy. Da-na-na-na! Right before uh, Ricky oh, lights her on fire.
3: the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she looked – I mean, she, to me, she looked like a cigarette girl. Yeah. But yeah. I guess when you say bellhop, like, that makes sense. It's the too. hat.
0: I have a hat like that for weekends.
1: Cigarettes are bad
3: for you.
0: Never have I ever smoked a cigarette. Really? really? Wow. I'm proud of myself for it.
1: Oh, so then – ricky wonders how she got the tv out if she took it off
4: <laughs> oh yes chase chassis and i think we should talk
1: about spiders because i don't think we've talked
3: about spiders molly
2: talks about spiders probably the, the, the thing spider. i talk about so it's like the, the face that she makes when she goes ooh. ooh. So, so
3: like you see a spider type well,
2: of face so the uh-huh. writers they she did it once in one scene that they were working on where they, they it was written that like lucy sees a spider and so the first time they saw her do do the face she was like ooh and so they we like that, that's really funny. So whenever they wanted her to do that, instead of writing out like Lucy makes face, they'll just write spiders into the script. Mm, oh, like that's that. great.
3: Um question Did Lucy and Desi like write on the show or no? No, they had two head writers. A girl writer. A girl
2: writer? Oh. I saw it in the credits. Yeah, so it. Madeline Q it and um, Bob Carroll is his okay. name. So they were the two head writers. And, Ruth, Jess, and Jess Oppenheimer's the, like, the producer. producer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
4: Cool.
2: So, yeah, they definitely had a woman. And it's actually, it sounds like Ricky, or Ricky, I keep doing this, Desi, was much more involved with the writing process than okay. Lucy. But
3: it also sounds like some things that Lucy did, like influence them sort of backward. You know, it's like right. she would do things and then they'd, like, write it in like. Right I, I feel like a lot of
4: shows are like that. They'll yeah, write the like, strengths sure. or weaknesses of an
3: actress or actor, or they'll, like, want to... I wonder if that's things. been an evolution since that time, because it sounds like... I mean, I, it sounds like it probably wasn't even a fight. Like, it sounds like she didn't want to write on the show. But, like, no. now I feel like there... I can't imagine making a comedy without writing characters specifically for the actor that's totally. playing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know.
2: Well, and that's what's interesting with the more we learn about this show, of like, the people who... It sounds like the people who ended up playing Fred and Ethel were not the first choices at all. Mm-hmm. And those actors who they were who were on the top of the list come back in other capacities as, like, guest stars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And to see that and to know that it's a very strange thing about how different of a show it would be if the casting
3: would be different. Right.
2: I mean, it's a, the, the ensemble is really tight and they like work really well together as a unit which is weird that ethel's not in this
3: one are there any other regulars aside from them four Just there's
0: the four. yeah and then there's some people who we see like recurring like yeah his, like three four Ricky's boss yeah, yeah the okay. little fields
2: yeah sometimes um, a neighbor or like yeah. their grocery guy or whatever
0: um cool. but i love that lucy finagled her way into this commercial took advantage of fred also why is fred wearing a suit He's a landlord. Like he He's owns one. the building that the Ricardos live in. I think Lucy
3: or somebody said, "Like looking good, Fred." Oh. Maybe I'm just you're like, like I would. Maybe that's what you
0: said. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Oh, <laughs>
4: Sorry, I'm Fred gonna body shame Fred. Yeah, the
0: la- Fred used to be a vaudeville star, and now he is a
3: landlord. So. Wait, wait, the character Fred, or the wait, the okay. character?
4: Are the characters of Fred and Ethel
3: Jews? Uh, it's never referenced. No. Uh-huh. Wait, what's the last name? Isn't it like Katz or curves? Mertz? Mertz.
2: Mertz. So it could be German or I don't know.
3: Yes. They own the building. I Andrew. think they're like um, low key Jews. I love, like, low key they couldn't juice. have a Cuban and Jews on the show, so they just like. And they were in know. the theater beforehand, so. they
4: Business people owned a building. Like, it just felt very Jewy to me. I'm a Jew. Yeah. yeah. So she can very, say that. It as felt far. very Jewy to me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting with like, the idea, too, of like your landlord pops into your apartment. Or just like, pals. Yeah, that's what
0: they do all the time. Ethel's always coming in upstairs. Fred is always barging in, which is why I think that Fred is in love with Ricky. But mm-hmm. that is well, here nor there. that's like when, because in the when they wake up, you know, Lucy's pissed at. Ricky, because he won't let her be in the commercial. Right. And then Ricky's like, well, I'm going to call Fred. And I was like, is he calling Fred to make him breakfast because Lucy won't? (laughs) Because Fred would totally make him breakfast. (laughs) Fred is running up the stairs (laughs) to make Ricky breakfast.
4: I absolutely love the fact that there is that scene where he is like – you need to make me breakfast. And Lucy's like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to make you breakfast. And it seems like he is incapable of yeah. making himself Oh, yeah. We talk about this
0: breakfast? all the time. I'm
4: yeah. obsessed with that. Does Do he you- just not eat that
3: day? Well, so at this
4: – I don't know if you Does guys Starbucks had – Does Starbucks not exist?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had grandparents who were very, like, traditional. But um, mm. my dad's parents from the Midwest, like, very – both – family – like, farmer families, like, very American, like, old school. American and classic sort of act. I re- Yeah. And, like, uh maybe not that, like, creepy. But um, <laughs> I really think that my grandfather would say, you know, like, well, what am I supposed to do? And, like, he – I mean, my grandpa was not a dick. Like, he but, would – but, right. like, that's just – how he was also the type of guy who was just very stoic. Like, I don't think he ever said, I love you to his kids. Like, he was just one of those people. And like, I realistically, I think that like, if he needed to, he would make himself some eggs or like go out to a diner. But it was always my grandma was like fluttering around everybody. and like, what do you need? What can I do? Blah, blah, blah. And like, she's still like that, even though my grandpa's dead. And like, it's just like, I think it's how she is because they as a couple were shaped like that Mm -hmm. well
2: and this show definitely always sort of shows like this is how a woman is successful at being a woman and this is how a man is successful at being a man like and so a lot of times they undercut lucy by having lucy like not be good at being a wife and a woman whereas Mm -hmm. like
0: ethel a lot of the times is kind of good at it where she can darn the socks and she can Mm -hmm.
2: you know she does she'll do the things and not cause a problem and so it's interesting that they show like The way to cause conflict is to, like, not be a traditional woman.
0: And what's interesting, actually, like, in regards to cooking is in real life, Desi was actually the cook. That's great. He would like to cook for Lucy and Mm -hmm. for their friends and family. Oh, so that scene,
1: uh, she's in her dressing gown with ribbons in her hair, and he asks what do you want me to do starve? And she says, would you please? Yeah, (laughs) I
3: love that. (laughs) Shout out to Lucy. She was sassy. Yeah. Yeah. She's
0: so sassy. And that's the best.
3: Mm -hmm. I love her. Yeah, I like that she counters his like, stupid 50s male, whatever that was just de facto at the time by like saying things that I'm sure were supposed to be funny, because like, "Ah, who would actually say that? But I'm like, No, you're actually being kind of subversive here, and I like it. There is a
2: level of this show being self-aware. Like, even when Mm -hmm. it does stuff that – there are times where it does things that are, like, unspeakable now. Mm -hmm. But I think generally it has a self-awareness
1: about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, so Lucy, when she answers the phone, uh, when the other actress calls, and she's like, oh, they don't need you anymore. And then once she's, like – completed that mission. She's like, da 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 I <laughs> like, loved
4: that. <laughs> 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 it was amazing. I felt for that other woman. Okay, so I came <laughs> up with a story. To make I, it. Who is she? I, looking I, for a break. I came up with a story for that other woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that other actress, like, this was her big break. I did not come up with a name for her. I'm sorry. But she did... And I feel like this heartbreak was the moment that she quit acting.
3: Well, no. What I'm hoping is that she so shows sad. up Carol. incarnate in another like evil character, like a beautiful woman who like is the villain in an episode <laughs> later on. And little do we know, it's the woman. That oh, was turned back. The right? world of Lucy is yeah, as the world turns. <laughs> I just feel like it was this bright-eyed,
4: doe-eyed young woman who was just they need to have their dreams cut, happen. Happen, and cut them down
3: to size.
4: This ruined her. Yeah. She got on the bus she, back to Kansas. She mm-hmm. went back to Kansas. She became a dental assistant. Or a farmer's wife. Or both. Okay, this is my Or story. a farmer. Meatfarmer.com. <laughs> meat She became a dental farmers assistant. Farmers only. Thank you. She had seven <laughs> children. And she died having never fulfilled her dream.
1: I still think Ricky should have known that Lucy was going to interfere by having the actress call the house. Like
4: that was stupid mm-hmm. of him. Yeah, yeah that was not really dumb. shit. Where
2: you eat? Like I'm sorry. Like separate. Yeah, it was so dumb. He mm-hmm. this has happened before. Where like I think Ricky has an inability to delegate as a producer. <laughs> on the, like at the Tropicana, where it's like I'm going to bring home a prop or a costume, and it's like shenanigans. Yeah, like he's in charge of casting soon. in this
0: episode. Like, like that's
3: not your job. Yeah, that's somebody else's job. It just it feels a little awful. bit sheet (laughs) I just here's the thing it and I understand that like tv has evolved a lot and we're a lot more um precise now and critical but when there are um little (laughs) convenient things like that in shows it really bugs me if it doesn't make sense yeah um so it just I'm like really and like I get it but like could we not have figured out a better way to do this so, yeah. I feel like I'm It's okay. Lucy. She was an AD for a while. I feel so like, like I'm Lucy she,
4: at the end of the episode
3: where she gets carried off. He is stage. trying
4: to have a conversation. And you're just, and like, licking just like, the
3: alcohol off the table. Call yeah. Call sheets. Call sheets. <laughs>
4: I love when
0: she stumbles on to see her husband perform. Like, yeah, that she was just someone, wants to be like next to him. I, I, I
3: thought totally. that was adorable. Like, also, she's just so enchanted by his singing that she's like, "I love this." And but you know, also, does she kind of want to be on screen, like, yeah, yes.
0: and oh, on God. him on screen? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, we so in for as much as we've been watching, like Ricky, often we see him after he comes back from performing at the club. She never goes to see him perform. Hmm. So maybe for this, it's Why like, not? this is a spe- I mean, I don't know. Does Ricky not let her? Does Is it just because it's too late at night? Like, would she have to go She's on her gotta own? She's got to be home
4: in do her you know bed by bedtime. I don't know. We yeah. here we mentioned the question about the episode. So the show within the show. What do you think ended up happening? Like, who ended up being the vitamin and Benjamin girl after Ricky. had to get hauled off. Yes. yes. You it's know, the found guy. You, you know <laughs> what's <the> crazy <craziest>? is... <laughs>
1: So uh, they don't really have to, they don't keep continuity on that kind of thing.
3: You know what I Ever? mean? You mean like in the show in general? Or generally, like in the, s- the next episode starts like square Flash, one, yeah. fresh.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, what's well, so It I mean, usually sitcom. did. So sitcoms right. It's like completely
3: episodic. Yeah. yeah. Even now, even today, I feel totally. like um, most shows well, don't really, unless it's like a huge.
4: I would say change. what's weird is a lot of sitcoms have started to deviate from that. The idea of a situation comedy was always that you could watch an episode, any episode, and you would 100% know what was happening. There was no continuity. The, the crew searched for a substance that they could uh, substitute for a vitam- vegemin that would, like,
1: appropriately capture it, and they settled on apple pectin. She said it was sickening because it was so sweet.
2: It's, yeah, or, it's, like, concentrated yeah. natural sugar. But it doesn't have alcohol in it.
3: When well, you say, like, they used apple pectin. I kind of, for some reason, thought of... Singing in the Rain, where they, I don't know if you guys know this, they mixed milk with the water in order to make the rain more visible. Her faces were so good when she, like, she,
4: but also the, like, shudder when you're, like, But also, I relate to that. I'm very much someone who, like, wears my emotions, like, on my face and on my sleeve, which has not served me very well in the working world. And so, like, you know what I am thinking. I do not do poker because... What well she's like the got.
2: original woman like the original example of being like i have no chill like yeah. i'm a woman with no chill <laughs> yeah. and
4: like i am totally just how going much to chill them? do you think i have negative yep. chill. yeah
3: exactly um, life's short sure. for chill so i um when i was watching to bring it back to the beer when i was watching her make those faces the second time i was watching with one of my friends and i was like I think that's the face everybody makes when they try alcohol for the first time. Yeah. like right, everybody's just like, "Ooh." Have you, you drank on the show before? I mean, I think they have cocktails,
0: but they don't like get drunk. They don't like, get drunk. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was part of the culture back then. My mom, even now, is just like, "I don't know how you kids just always go out and get drunk on Saturday nights, dude." It's
3: a, I think it's a generational thing, yeah. Because, like, I again, very all-American grandparents who they would either make gin and tonics or gin and bitter lemon. Or my mother definitely Every (laughs) night. And like it would just be like five o'clock was cocktail hour and that's how you did it. And then my parents like barely drink. Like they are just and like I know so many people our age whose parents don't drink a lot, or it's like beer and wine only. Mm And I think that our generation is now circling back around to the cocktail culture. Yeah. That's
0: just my theory. Cocktails yeah. did go kind of out the door for...
3: Now you can get a bar card at West
4: Elm sees, at yeah. uh, CB2. I got uh-huh. my card a few months ago. She it's did. And the best purchases I've yeah. made. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. One of my favorite segments is talking about the label design. Uh-huh. And um, or can slash bottle design And well. so I will kick it off by saying I'm a really big fan of this label design. Um, normally I'm a little bit of like a more modernist, minimalist sort of girl, but I really like the way it looks sort of hand drawn and how the lettering isn't a 100% consistent throughout, but how it still is um, a cohesive label, but I like how it looks very much like a hand-drawn sign and I think as someone who has lately been making a lot of signs and has really bad handwriting, I very much relate to the creation of this label and I just like that it's black, white, and red. I like that it says "denogonizer" twice on it. I don't know. I'm feeling it. What oh, where
3: thinking? does it say it twice?
0: Drake's denogonizer. denoganizer. I'm a Oh,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the name of the beer and I also feel like something for me is like, does the label fit the experience that I'm drinking? And I
3: feel like, yes. I actually would argue that this is a pretty minimal design, <sighs> even though the letters are like every which way mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. It's black and white. It's actually – it looks – it reminds me kind of of, like, uh, an eye chart type yeah. thing. Um, and, yeah, oh, I mean, the black, yes. white, and red is The just, letters are different sizes. Yeah. It's very simple. And, like, yes, it's hand-drawn or, you know, it's supposed to look that way. But, um yeah, I like it because there's a very stark contrast. I actually had seen this beer – I always notice this beer on shelves because I think it has a very uh, eye-catching label. Totally. And that's the reason that I finally – I always assumed it was a really expensive beer because, I don't know, I guess it's just a really good label and I never really looked into it. I thought it was like a very high ABV, which it is. But then I saw it at Vons for like six bucks or something. And I was like, yeah, I'll get a bottle and see. And I really liked it. And so – and that's – I 100% attribute that to the label. So, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on the label?
0: I, in general, just like any kind of text art or like anything with words on it over pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I enjoy this label. Um, I also like the description of the beer – or the brewery. Drake's Ales are urban brewed at the former Caterpillar Powerhouse in industrial San Leandro, California – it says, our brewery, brewery, and this is where I feel like I have a lot in common with the brewery, is more gritty than pretty, but with great hops and barley malt. Mm, so. I would
4: agree that you have excellent hops and barley mm-hmm. malt. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the Drake's Brewing side
3: logo. Like yeah. the polygon thing?
4: Yeah. I'd also say I like that it says, established in 1989, owned and operated by the... Kirkorian and Martin families Um, I like that it talks about the families that own it Um, I think there's a good amount of text on here but not too much I mean in general like I like it it accomplishes the goal like I'm gonna pick this beer off a shelf I'm gonna wanna buy this I'm gonna wanna drink this and I after trying this beer and enjoying it I'm gonna wanna have more drinks so that's yeah. it's accomplishing it's goal for me personally does
1: it, it remind
2: anyone
3: else of like um comic strips I'm cool. oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah totally
4: Ooh, mm-hmm. yes
3: yeah, and, like, so not an only guy. for the shape, but also, like, the print, like, black and white, and then, like, the red, and the, like, and the what's black and eyes? white and red all over? <laughs> a newspaper or oh, a sunburned like zebra. Like <laughs> you
4: know, it's, like, a solid black. It looks like it's been right. But it's yeah. also got a little bit of, like, a, it's got a comic book, but also, like, a chalkboard feel to it. I don't know how yeah. I'm
3: feeling it. I, so I do have an issue with, um, yeah, I know. Um, there are a lot of fonts going on here, which is fine. There are actually only two except for the label. And this really annoying, like, drink different, drink yeah. drapes. It's like they can – and the bird thing. They need to figure their shit out. I'm like, either you use the one on the left – Drinks. Or you use the one on the right. Well, but I think pick drink
4: a different drink drinks as, like, sort of a catchphrase of sorts is, like, a little bit not trusting its beer to speak for itself. Being, like, we need to have a thing that draws people in. We need to have a thing that's, like, hey, be esoteric. Be different. Come to us. Like, try this. Like, it's not trusting itself so much. And, like it seems like a thing from like a bigger like sort of nationwide brand and if that does bother me it's like no shut up trust yourself trust that like there are good craft beer drinkers who are going to come to you don't like implore people it's sort of like the idea of like the most interesting man in the world like don't yeah to be like i'm so special i'm so wonderful like i'm so different you need to come to me yeah like, trust i like yourself. alcohol that believes in itself mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. need exactly. this thing.
3: yeah <laughs> How did you guys feel about the name of it? Any of you? Denoganizer. I, I mean, I'm tipsy. Is so. the idea is that like you should, like lose your mind? It's yeah, just, I I guess so. I, I mean, I'm assuming. Say, I'm not gonna like
4: lose my mind over the flavor of it because it's like to me, it's a. Sur- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the label, but it's like a serviceable imperial IPA. Yeah, like, but I, if you
3: have enough of it,
4: I it will denigrate. No, if we each you.
0: had a little like one more.
1: Uh-huh. No, I will
4: 100 percent buy this beer right again, right no qualms, and like I will probably this will become a go-to, I think, for me. So I'm going to rate it pretty highly at the end of this. But, like, in terms of, like, blowing my mind – I don't know that it
2: blew my mind, but it definitely demagnetized. But, but did it me.
4: mess up your? Did it? Me- did it mess you up? Did I it mess up your your vitamin yeah, I mean, you know, whatever?
3: Yes,
4: but my skin. Demagnetizer is
3: like the modern Vitamina regimen, exactly. I and definitely it, it, think that the name implies what it does, which is <gasps> way effective. better than the false I, advertising vitamin regimen. Does not need to say
4: drink different? Drink drinks and yes. needs to say do you poop out at parties <laughs> <laughs> de- are you unpopular, unpopular
3: bring denogonizer to your parties and you will neither poop out nor be unpopular <laughs> there is a very specific reason I picked this beer cool. yes, other than
4: denogonizer
3: yes um, aside from the name which was part of it we are both very interested in women in the beer industry because mm-hmm. it is a male dominated field whenever
4: we drink a beer we look it up and we're like so the brewery is run by men moving on now
3: like literally there are so Some websites where there are no women on the brewing team and it's like or like all the women are behind the bar. It's like we'll give you your beer but we won't brew your beer. Or they're like the PR person and I'm like there's nothing wrong with that but like there are a lot of women who brew beer and are good at it um, and I think that they should be given a chance. So um, I really wanted to get a beer from New Belgium Brewing uh, in Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, I am not a big fan of most of their beers, actually, but they have a couple special releases that I really like. So I was going to do a sour from them, but I couldn't find it. The reason I wanted to do theirs is because it was founded by a couple, um, some dude and a woman named Kim Jordan. And they. it was initially his hobby and he was the one that brewed the beer. She just sort of did the business part of it, which is still really cool. But then he left the brewing business in like 2001 and she's now the head of this huge brewery that everybody in America knows about. And like, I was just like, oh, wow. Like you would think it would be – because they divorced. So mm-hmm. like you would think that it would be his thing and she left and did her thing if we're going to follow typical brewery, you know, logic or whatever. But um it's her and she's just this awesome woman who runs like a multi million dollar corporation. Well, but it's not a corporation, but it's a – Then the second part of this is that I – Wanted to get a beer from the brewery that I will talk about in a second, but it's a very local brewery, and I was worried that listeners, like, would maybe have a hard time finding it. And I think that Drake's Deenaganizer will be a lot easier because they're from San Francisco, and you can find Drake's in Mm -hmm. a lot of places. So, the woman I want to talk about is named Alexandra Knoll, and she is the only female brewmaster in Los Angeles. Hey. And she uh, runs the brewery Three Weavers. In Inglewood. Mm. I don't know if you guys have ever had Three Weavers or been there, but it's a great tasting room and really good beer. Um, is that the
4: tasting room I get lost going to like seven times? Probably. It's on a, <laughs> it's on a side street.
3: Everybody, the first time no, they go there, I get, get lost, lost in my one bedroom. She does, but <laughs> I, I mean, I got lost the first time I went to it. So, um, so. Three Weavers was founded by Alexandra Noel, this, um, brewmaster, and Lynn Weaver, who's the founder, and she named it Three Weavers because of her daughters, who are like, there's three of them and they're weavers. Yeah. Um, and so the reason that I picked Drake's, or the, yeah, like a Drake's beer, is because Alexandra got her start brewing for Drake's. Oh, cool. And so this specific beer was brewed, uh, before she got there, so it's not really like she was the one that, invented the Mm -hmm. recipe or anything but like she was a brewer there which like there there are a fair few female brewers now but like she you know i I was just really excited to see that she went from there to like running a brewery basically and one in la to boot so um yeah, I just wanted to shout out to Alexandra and she's very young too. She I think she's like early thirties. That's awesome. If I like
4: quit my career field, I would love to get into beer, but mm-hmm. it's we're gonna like start it. microbrewing soon, so <gasps> we'll let you know when
3: we have some beer. <gasps> yes! I think so this we'll is our first it.
4: time mentioning that. No, we, we mentioned it
3: on the last one, I think. You heard it here first. Yeah. Exclusive.
4: Uh, maybe, maybe last
3: episode. Maybe. But Still kind we'll of exclusive. Say, yeah, kind Semi- of exclusive. exclusive yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all the knowledge I wanted to drop. But um, basically, I wanted to tell you guys, like, I know this isn't uh, – Drake's is great, but you should check out Three Weavers. Because yeah. it's – It's beautiful in so many ways, and (laughs) we haven't. We've never done a Three Weavers beer. Did you guys? I mean, we talked about this a little bit, but did you like the beer?
0: I I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I could have drank more. Buy it. Like Like, God knows what would happen
3: after that. If you saw it um, on a beer list at a bar, would you? Yes, drink yeah, and I can order it. For sure. I now
2: know what an Imperial IPA tastes like, so that's mm-hmm. news, new new
0: information. Yeah, you. no, definitely, yeah. I enjoyed it. Cool. Maybe they have it if they have it at Surly Goat, I'll order it there.
3: Mm. They know. definitely. Um, they always have. They at least typically one Imperial. have. Well, and they so also have a triple. They also typically have a Drake's beer. Do they? So it might not be oh, this good. one, but it's uh, Drake's is a great noted. Mm-hmm. we always rate our beer out <gasps> of out of five do you guys Quarter know the app half points allowed yeah four um do you, do you know the app untapped no
4: so no. we're okay. on untapped Sorry. it's a beer it's a social like certain media beer ranking app um so we're at drinking biddy's podcast i believe mm-hmm. on that one yeah um we just want to rank the beer um so four i say four i'll give it a four I would
1: say four and a quarter.
3: Quarter is interesting. I would actually mm-hmm. say four point two five as well. That's crazy because yes. you always rate so hard. I'm mean, mm-hmm. gonna give it a four.
0: So that comes down to like what a four point oh seven.
4: It's gonna be around a four. This is like the closest. This is a the quickest we've ever rated a beer, and mm-hmm. b the most close in proximity of number. So for sure, yeah. So other than that, I mean, thank you so much for having yeah, us thanks, on. Scott. Thank you. Thank you for having. Basically, you can find us on any social media either at Drinking Biddies or Drinking Biddies Podcasts. We're the only Drinking Biddies. Just make
3: sure. You you're not auto-correcting to buddies, buddies because yeah it then you <laughs>
4: won't find us yeah um, patriarchy and, and then mm-hmm. you can also email us drinkingbiddies at gmail.com and please do email us because we do drink beers that people write in and suggest to us yeah. so, oh. um, so mm-hmm. you can absolutely do that
3: I'm gonna um, suggest Bud Light you. to you guys from an anonymous we, email we always talk about doing like a Blue Moon episode
4: <laughs> yeah we, we have it honest fair shake not really
2: <laughs> um, but more like an April Fool's episode so you can find us online in, on a variety of platforms as well as the biddies you can find we love lucy
0: at we love lucy pod on twitter we love lucy podcast at
1: facebook and instagram you can
2: email us at we love lucy pod at gmail.com
0: Ooh. um happy drinking lucy yes yeah, stay lush Lucy's. thanks for drinking, thanks for drinking. <laughs> Bye.